What's up, everybody? On this episode of the podcast, we have the legendary Cole Thompson, the founder of Elevation H. Cole is a world-renowned haircutting genius. He's the youngest creative director of Vidal Sassoon Academy, and we are so lucky to have him here today. So get ready to hear Cole's story, what brought him into this industry, and any advice that Cole has to you as you start your career. This is Salon Success Academy, the podcast. So what's up? This is the Salon Success Podcast. I'm uh, Joseph Joe Marmalejo. And I'm Jeff Gross. At Salon Success, you can get a great haircut. The girls of Beauty Academy are so mean. <laughs> Welcome to Salon Success Academy. You can't sit with us. Salon Success. <laughs> Hello, Salon Success. Help you with your career. Just a little. Salon Success. All right. Hey, welcome to Salon Success Academy. This is the podcast. I'm Joseph Joe Marmalejo. And I'm Jeff Gross. And we got Mr. Cole Thompson here with us of Elevation H. Hey guys, how you doing? If you want to talk a little bit closer to the mic, you can. These ones got to be right up on it. Okay, perfect. Hi guys, uh, so thank you Cole. for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Yeah, hey, it's awesome to have you. So you were here today at our Upland campus. Uh, you gave a cutting demo. Yep. You are the cutting king. So give us a little background. Who are you? Um, so yeah, my name is Cole Thompson. I'm originally from uh, Northern England, Manchester. Okay. Um, I've been in the hair industry now for um, about 20 years. Yeah, it's 20 years now. 2000 is when I started. And, um, and yeah, I love it. I absolutely love being a hairstylist. I love educating. I've worked with some really amazing people, which I'm sure we'll get into, that I've been very lucky that they've, they've shared a lot with me and now I have the opportunity to, to pass that on to other people. Yeah, hey, that's awesome. You know, um, I've been working here for a couple of years. I see all the pictures of you giving the demos, all the teacher education, uh, since you've been coming in, you're always, you know, such a great personality that comes in here and makes all the students, all the staff feel so important and special. So it's awesome when the students get to come here and get to really just learn from you hands on. You uh, have made each one of your classes better. I know Jeff pointed it out. They're, they're getting funnier. You had all the students in there cracking up the whole time. <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit about that. Like uh, what is what drives you to really be part of education? Um, I mean, first of all, I do work on my material. Um, it's constant. Um, so there's a lot of uh, a lot of material going over, and if it, if it works, I keep it. If it doesn't, I, I take it out. And um, I think it's it, with anything that you do. Um, I, I really believe that it's important to to constantly evolve and, and move forward and get better. <clears throat> I mean, if you look at any, um, you know, I suppose like performer or musician over the years who've, who's been around for generations. They're constantly reinventing themselves and coming mm-hmm. out with different material and um, and presenting themselves in, in a way that's going to um, relate. Um, so same with this. I, this is all I do. I teach full-time. We work with salons and schools and barbershops all over the world. And we go back to the same places quite frequently. So if I keep going with the same show or the same information, it's, it's it will get boring eventually. Um, so I, I watch a lot of podcasts or listen to a lot of podcasts and, and watch them now as well on YouTube and things. Uh, watch, watch a lot of different movies, different series, and constantly trying to stay relevant and, and moving forward to, to see what works like right now. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one thing I do. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I'm just, 
we all know you very well. I'm yeah. sure most of the people who are listening to this know you very well. Our relationship goes back to actually predate Evolution H. Yeah. Do you want to give everybody just a little background on what your story is, how you got into the industry? Obviously, you talk really funny. Right. You know, so yeah. maybe maybe a little background of that and how you came out here. Yeah, definitely. So um, when I when I originally got into um, the beauty industry, <clears throat> so in England, I grew up in, in England, um, there isn't necessarily state board in the UK. It's more of um, diploma-based um, education. So when you graduate high school at 16 in the UK, and um, when I graduated, my dream was to be a soccer player. That was mm-hmm. my dream. But it turns out if you want to, want to be professional in something, you need to be pretty good. Um, <laughs> nobody told me that um, <laughs> until it was too late. So it, it turns out that I wasn't really that good at playing soccer. I stopped growing at the age of about five, so that didn't help. <laughs> um, so Me um, too, man. Me too. It, it, it happens, right? It, it absolutely does. So um, when I graduated high school, I thought that I wanted to get into working with sports teams. I just wanted to wear the jersey, basically, yeah. and... And the tracksuit. So it was Beckham your favorite football player? Yeah. 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 Could you bend it? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. Really? A little bit. That's cool. But not good enough, apparently. Yeah, still. Um, But yeah, so basically I I wanted to to start working with sports teams. So I signed up for for a a class. This is when I was 16 to go to like college to learn. And um, ironically, I don't like sitting in classrooms and and learning. And that's kind of what I do for a living now is teach. And, um, That's a different type of classroom, though. Very different type of classroom. Completely different type. So I signed up <laughs> for a class, and I lasted two days in this class. I, it, I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. And I, and I stopped going. I quit. And I remember about a week later, my mom came into in, into the house, and she wondered why I wasn't in class. And uh, I was like, oh, I, I've quit. I'm, I'm not going to go back. And um, this is the polite version for our listeners. She said, excuse me, <laughs> um, what what happened? And I was like, well, um, I don't want to do it anymore. I've quit. And I, I came from a, a working class background where my parents would support us if we're going to go to school and educate ourselves. But if that's not happening, then we needed to provide income for the family to provide groceries and, and that kind of stuff. So she gave me an ultimatum of a week that if I didn't go back to class or I didn't find a job, she would she'd kick me out. I've never asked her if she, harsh. Yeah, it's pretty harsh. I've never actually asked her. I should call her after this and find out if she would have really kicked me out. <laughs> but she seemed pretty serious at the time. And um, back then, because it's quite a long time ago, um, you found jobs in newspapers back then. That's yeah. kind of how you did in the local newspaper. So she grabbed the local newspaper. What's a newspaper? Right. Just kidding. Yeah, exactly right. That's kind of how it is now. I'm your age, so it's, <laughs> I know exactly what a newspaper is. <laughs> and this, because this predates um, the internet. And um, so she threw it at me and said there was a job section. She's like, find a job uh-huh. and start looking. And this is a 100% true story. I opened up the job section and the f- I just called the first number on the page. <laughs> it was for a, the local hair salon. <laughs> and that's how I became a hairstylist. Completely random. I called the guy for the job. And back then, again, not a great deal of men, specifically in my town, did this for a living. And I called him, and he was he was so pleasantly surprised that a man was asking about the job. Oh, really? He said, do you, do you like soccer, um, and who's your favorite team? I was like, I like Man United. He was like, you hired, you start tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it happened. Oh, really? and, uh, and that's kind of how I got in, involved in the industry. And from there, when I knew I was serious, I worked with this particular Man United guy, um, for about a year, and then I applied for a job at Vidal Sassoon in, in the city in Manchester, which was about 40 minutes out of the town that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I knew if I was serious, I wanted to work for like a serious company who could help support and train me. Applied for a job. It took me about a year to get mm-hmm. them to, to hire me. And from there, that's where my career took off. And Over that course of yeah. the year, like what did it consist of for you to get the actual position? So I, I originally applied. So you um, you would go into the salon and get an application form because, again, the internet didn't exist, so they had yep. to give you a physical form. You fill it in, you deliver it back or mail it, and then you wait for a response. Um, I, I got a response about three months later with there's no positions, um, so I applied again and then kept going in asking. Okay, so persistence was the key. Persistence. Yeah, gotcha. I kept asking. I was like a annoying. I'm sure they get person. a ton of applications too. Right. I mean, it is Fidel Sassoon, so. I said, yeah. yeah. Definitely at the time, they, they had a lot. So you just bugged them enough. Bugged them. I kept going in, <laughs> kept asking, oh, I've, I've applied, I've applied, I've applied, and, and then eventually they said, okay, you, we'll give you an interview. But um, the interview was in London, which is about a two-hour train journey or about a five, six-hour drive. Um, so I went to the interview. Um, I drove down with one of my friends, and um, it was a two-part interview. First, originally in London, there was about 40 people there waiting to go in. And then the second interview, if it was successful, it's like America's Got Talent style, right? Yeah. You then did it in your location you were going to work at, the second one. And the second interview, you had to go and do a haircut for them. And they were all successful. And then I eventually got the job. Cool. That's awesome. How, How old were you? I was, uh, then I was probably about almost 18. Yeah, uh-huh. almost 18. So how did it progress to where, like, do you want to let everybody know your, what your title was when you were with Sassoon? And- yeah. Um, so I, I worked for them in, in the Manchester Salon is where they taught me and, and I went through all like the apprenticeship program and then worked on the floor for a few years there. And, um, how it works with that particular company is they have everybody that works there and then they have like a, an assistant creative director and then a creative director who runs all of the standards and operations. They deal with all of like the imagery that's around in the salon. They'll hire people, they'll fire people. They kind of manage but also take care of standards of, of operations. Um, quality control? Quality control completely. So if a client is not happy with the haircut, if they didn't have a good experience, mm-hmm. we'd have to deal with it. Gotcha. Um, so at the time, I was I was like on the path to become the assistant creative director in Manchester, I, and then I got that position. And about six months after that position, we opened a new location in Liverpool, which was about an hour from Manchester. And um, nobody wanted to take the position, and I was still young at the time. Nobody wanted to take the position. It was a brand new salon. It was going to take a lot of work. So once a few people declined the opportunity they came to me and mm. obviously I just took it because I wanted the opportunity definitely was not ready for this opportunity by the way <laughs> but I took it and you just sometimes it's like a baptism of fire and I just went for it and it worked out good sink or yeah. swim type yeah yeah so I, I ran Liverpool for a few years and then um, I knew I wanted to move to the US same situation persistent and and being slightly annoying, I kept every single um, six months we'd have reviews. Uh-huh. And every time I'm like, okay, I want to move to America. I want to move to America. I want to move to America. And a few years later, they called me with an opportunity opportunity in Boston, Massachusetts. And um, and I accepted it and we moved over. And, and that's how I ended up being over in the US. And when I moved to the US, um, it was for more of like a teaching position in that schools and to run education in the US. So that's how I fell in love with educating and, and passing on knowledge. All of my time in the UK was mainly dealing with clients and standards and teaching just the people who work in the business. 
specifically for Sassoon's, when I moved to the US, I trained the U- the Sassoon US team, but also we'd work with outside hairstylists from, mm-hmm. from different companies. That's cool. Yeah. And then so from there, once you moved out to the US, is when you became the youngest creative director. Well, I was the youngest creative director officially in the UK. I was, oh. I think I was like 19. Um, was that the Liverpool 20. salon? Li- Liverpool s- salon. I probably, by the time I got the full position, was probably about 20. Right on. Yeah, in Liverpool. So I moved over here already as a creative director. That's what allowed me to move to the US. How it works to be able to work in, in different countries is you have to be able to do a job that they say that no American can do at the time. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how they got me over here. Uh, An American <laughs> could definitely have done it, for sure, but um, I think the accent helped. I doubt it. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> we have to have an appropriate sound effect for that. Yeah, I know. We need, we need a good one. Absolutely. So that's how it worked. That's how I ended up in America. And then um, we, they had the school in Sa- Santa Monica. So that's how I ended up in California. And that's where we met. I, yeah. I, I've been in California now for, I think, maybe nine years. Probably coming up to 10, no doubt, pretty soon. How long um, ago was it that we met officially? I try, I try to remember not too long ago. Probably maybe 2012, 2013, probably something like that. I think it was even before. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Something eight years. Like yeah, eight years. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I remember coming doing a big training for for all of the team in in a different campus than this one. Yeah. Do you remember when we did that uh that event? Yeah. At uh Yeah. Well, that Which campus is that? That was a hall we rented. All oh, right, yeah. At the at the Victoria Gardens. Yeah. Well, <laughs> venue. It was a cool venue. It was yeah. super cool. Yeah. It was awesome. That was a lot of fun. That actually. was a cool experience. Yeah. Considering it was our first one and we did everything and it seemed like everybody had a great time. Yeah. It was cool. It was yeah. super professional kind of like our podcast setup. I would almost say that this is even more professional. (laughs) This is definitely more professional for sure. Because there was a little debacle with the diplomas. Little bit, little bit. This this is the most professional podcast situation that I've seen. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we've been working hard, you know, during this closure and stuff. We've, you know, started getting some equipment. We knew this is something that we wanted to uh, really dive into. And if we're going to dive into it, do it 100%. Yeah. And, you know, put out good quality podcasts and have exciting guests like yourself and know hopefully gain some listeners and give out some inspiration to students and you know graduates and alumni and current hairstylists even if they didn't go to one of our schools if, you know if we're trying to just help anybody we can in the industry so and really just connect yeah. connect everybody that's in this community that we've been trying to build to you know some of the key figures in it you know Cole's yeah. a key figure yeah. here he's everyone sees his Definitely. face we repost these so much on our Instagram page yeah. you come around and the students are asking Remember we were in Fontana a couple of weeks ago and some of the students were asking for your autograph. That was so awesome. Ah, really? Yeah, I got pictures and videos of it. That's cool. Yeah. So that's really yeah, this sign, sign your book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. what I would have you sign. I was just thinking that right now. Yeah, it was it was it was good. Even a couple of them had me sign the Milady book as well. Which <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just to be clear, I did not write this. <laughs> right on. That's cool though. Yeah, it was well, really nice. Um, that shows that they'll keep that book forever and you know refer back to it when they yeah. need to if if they need to. And yeah, it shows that they're, they're into it, they're enjoying it, they yeah. like the content, um, they're passionate about what they've chosen to do. And I think that that's what I love about Salon Success is, is the passion. Because there are, there are a lot of schools and school situations globally. There are a lot, and even in this particular area, there's a lot of options. But there's not many options that do as much for their students. There, there just isn't. And I think sometimes if you're a Salon Success student and you've not been anywhere else, you don't know any difference. You you just presume that every school has a podcast situation and yeah. interviews the students and promotes and brings in outside education and provides great tools and 
and books and things, but yeah. it's not. Well, thank you. You know, we do take a ton of pride in the stuff that we do. And when we do stuff, we want to do it right and correct. We don't half butt anything. You know, we want everything to be 100%. And uh, I know, for instance, how many schools, how many different schools would you say you've been to? Been to, I mean, I, I usually. Including, if, like, educational salons. I mean, it's, it's probably, I mean, I would clear a 1,000 annually. By, by Jeez, far, yeah. I didn't know it was going to be that yeah. big. Dang. And so he's saying we're number one, y'all. Don't forget it. Oh, wait, wrong button. <laughs> 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 that meant to be the air horn. Oh, well. Where is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> now he's laughing. Why the fuck you Not that one. Yeah, what? not that one either. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, you guys absolutely... Um, you do things differently, and and we were really happy to be associated with you guys and work with you, and um, it, it definitely helps when we talk to other schools as well about the schools that are currently we, we work with and use our programs. It absolutely helps that they oh, know that you guys are on board, yeah. for sure. Yeah, Definitely, and when we have these demos that are in rotation and they're coming up, everybody is excited to go to it, you know. Yeah. Even the students who had already been to it once or twice, you know, um, like you were saying, it's new material every yeah. time so it's not like seeing the same thing but everybody gets excited for it that's that's what's cool it's, it's really nice. honestly i want to go back and look and see what our attendance rate right. is on the day that you come versus right. all the other days <laughs> i guarantee you it is higher <laughs> i'd be interested to see that yeah. as well actually yeah. yeah i don't know why i thought of that that until right now but i'm gonna check it out when we're done that's, here it's a good point yeah yeah it's, it's it's good it's really good and um I think it's it's pretty special what you guys do here. Even like the social media content is absolutely phenomenal. Thank you, appreciate um, that. Yeah, yeah, the the, the frequency. Joe. Yeah, Joe, uh, amazing. <laughs> I can't pronounce your surname, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> Marmalejo. Marmalejo. I, I, I'm not really confused on it. My online it says Marmalejo. People say Marmalejo. My brother says Marmalejo. I call oh. him. Wait, wait, what do I call you? Marma Joe, I think. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, can't think of it. We'll get back to that. I'll think of it right here in a second. <laughs> I'll stick with Joe. All right, Joe works. Marmalade. Marmalade. Isn't that a jelly? Yeah, it's a jelly. You got Marmaduke. Um, Ayo, Marmalade. That's pretty funny. That's a good one. Create a whole list of it. That's good. I like that. But do you love what you do? I do. Every every day. I absolutely love it. Um, I mean, it's it's an old cliche, but they do say if if you love what you do, you don't really work a day in your life. And um, just just even this morning, I was driving over here. Um, you know, I've got coffee. I'm, I'm just like listening to podcasts on the way over, and 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 I just thought this this is not work. You know, this this doesn't feel like work at all. I'm going to come in, and and I was thinking about how long I've known you guys, and I, I saw educators that I've known for almost ten years now, and pre-COVID, I'll come in, hug everybody. Everyone's asking about my family and my little boy, and yeah. ask about their families, and it, it really is like a it's it's a very welcoming and such a beautiful situation. It just does not feel like work. It's like I'm coming over seeing friends and then meeting new friends with with the students who who will be involved with us. You know, long after they graduate, they can come to our classes or, and check in with us and things like that. It's, it's really really nice. That's cool. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about Sassoon. So fast forward a couple of years, Elevation H. Yeah. Elevation H. Yeah. Yeah. What did I not say? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, um, say big elevation H. Yeah, elevation H. You got radio the business voice. hair. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> he used to be on a radio show. It's funny you say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great voice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah, so sorry, sorry your question. No, no, I just the fast art forward business. a couple years now. Evolution H. Yeah. What, what is the art business? There's one word I'm missing. That we are the art, technique, and business of hair. Yes, art, yeah. technique, and business of hair. Yeah. yeah. So Evolution yeah. H is setting yeah. a new precedent as yeah. far as advanced training, technical yeah. skills, and the art business of hair. Exactly. Right? Does it? Exactly. It's oh. perfect. All right. Nailed it. All right. Cool. <laughs> you bet, said it better than I could. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Well, truly, and you know, being here, and we've done. Sassoon, no, you know, nothing wrong with Sassoon. Sassoon was a great program. We've got a lot out of Sassoon. But then when you, you know, branched out, we saw the value in it and saw the value in the partnership, especially starting from the ground up together. And, you know, we got the benefit of you living in L.A. Right. We're, you know, outside of L.A. just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so we saw the huge value in it. And besides, we pretty much stayed with Sassoon because of coal. Um, that was like the number one reason and the number one thing that everybody looked forward to was the demos and everything that goes on with that. So when he decided to branch out on his own, it was a no brainer. Right. So cool. So that's where we are now. We've been with Evolution H for, yeah. well, since the inception. How long ago was that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we started in, um, 2015 and then I think probably a year or so on after you guys, you guys came on, which has been great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's fantastic and we appreciate the support. And I think that with everything, like especially for any anyone listening, uh, you know, whether you're a student or you've been working behind the chair for a while, like business is relationships. That's what that's just Definitely. what it is yeah. for sure. And we've always had a great relationship. And, and like I mentioned, we we've known the the educators here for years. And um, I think we're Facebook friends and yeah, oh yeah, and the whole thing. It's it's just really really nice. And with relationships builds trust. And and then with that, you always you always make sure that you go the extra mile. And that's what we're built on. And and how we originally started the company or the idea is is um, we think of ourselves really as the help. So whether you're a school, a salon, an individual learner, if you need help in any area of, the, of the hair industry, so whether it's business help and support, yeah, find new clients. Or I was just going to say that for any salon owners out there that are listening to this, Evolution H is not just directly for cosmetology schools. Right. They do advanced training. They come out to salons, do training all the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I see. I follow you on Instagram, Facebook. So yeah. I see you're doing that quite frequently. Even yeah. personal consultations, right? Yeah. 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 We um we even do like personal mentorship. So um. We've, I think we've had about 150 people go through the pro, the individual program currently, and what what the personal mentorship is is um you know we got books and videos and we we meet like weekly on a phone call, like they they'll say if they work behind the chair, they'll do the clients and they'll send pictures throughout the week and ask questions throughout the week and we'll meet once a week and talk about what their problems are and help them find new clients and and the, we give them a curriculum that takes them from start to finish through books and videos. And then once a month we do a live class where they'll get a doll head or the friend or whatever, and I'll take them through a haircut via Skype or FaceTime. And we've got people all over the country and in different countries who do that. And then same with our salon and school versions. We, we do the same for, for people all over the place, depending cool. on what the needs are. Um, and even just like a la carte type idea, if, if a business owner is looking to, you know, how do I keep people w- working for me and not leaving? Or how do I get more customers? We, we can support with that as well. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. So if you had any advice um, to any, you know, person that's just starting their journey out, you know, I want to become a hairstylist or I want to become a, a barber or Cosmo, what's that advice? Um, patience. And then we the key word that we spoke about earlier is persistence. 
just know that it's it's a process. Um, I, I've been doing this twenty years, and every every single time I come to any situation, any class, um, I'll always take things away that I'll try and become better every every single time. Um, so just make sure that you understand that it is a process, and the longer you do it, and the more that you commit can commit to it, the better you'll get, and yeah. the better your journey will be. So if I were to recap anything from your story, and then just from what I know personally, working here in the beauty schools is is really don't take no for an answer. Like Cole said, he got his first rejection letter, went yeah. right back immediately, refiled it, knew it was a process. Yeah. I'd say most of the people we hire here are the people who are on top of it, who follow up with their interviews, who follow up with everything and just show, what that does is show great dedication and want and a need and persistence, and which is all the attributes that you really want in a hairstylist or an educator, even yeah. admissions representative, anything. Yeah. You know, those are great key attributes that you need to show off. And sometimes you have to be annoying to show them off. <laughs> it's, it's so true. And, and you could easily, you know, like taking like rejection in any area is not nice. Nobody likes rejection. Yeah. And you could easily be like, oh, okay, they said, no, I'm not good enough. Okay. Maybe they just didn't have room at that time. Yeah. Maybe they would love to employ you, but they're not going to fire somebody just to give you a job. Exactly. So that is a big timing. Bit, yeah, it is timing. Yeah. It's timing. And if you keep yeah. being persistent, when the timing is right, you're going to be the first person they think of. Absolutely. And, and, and truthfully, even for example, in any area of life, like I, it took me about a year and a half to two years to convince my wife to, to even go on a date with me. Never mind. Marry eh. me. Oh yeah. That's so, a good story too. Yeah. Good story. So persistence is, is, um, is key. Like originally she, if you would have said when we first met, if that we would end up married with a child, she'd be like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> you know, and, and a few years later. So I think with anything, if you keep on showing up and prove yourself in any area, whether it's business or whatever, um, it's proving yourself to people and it, it's all about timing. And if you're there at the right time, you will get up opportunity. No one's going to call you one day randomly and say, Hey, you want a job? Yeah. That never, it, you know, you're not going to just call a random person and say, you want to come to school? Yeah. Yeah. No, you know it doesn't I mean? work like that. It just doesn't work like that. So, um, so persistence, um, and, and just don't give up. Yeah. To put, an extent. put yourself out there as much as you can take social media serious. Cause a lot of these salons, when they go to hire someone, the first thing they do is check out their social media, check out it's pretty much turned into the, what today's world is a portfolio it's your living resume yeah it's your living resume it's your portfolio it shows your skill set um don't forget to take before photos don't forget to take after photos mm -hmm. you know take some pride into that that's big study what others are doing around you exactly um the big thing that i learned took from this is love what you do and that cole's much better with his hands than he is with his feet yeah absolutely true <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely oh. true. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was thinking, what's he talking about? Has he ever seen me dance? I'm like, how do you know this? <laughs> I was talking about soccer. There you go. And I thought, yeah, football soccer. career. <laughs> you're absolutely right. And uh, it, it really is. And I just think for anybody who is either in the industry um, or looking to get into the industry, it's um, it's the greatest industry you could ever think to join. It constantly evolves and changes. You can never stop learning. And it's fun learning. Right. In our industry. Everybody loves it. It's the reason why everybody yeah. goes to the hair shows. Everybody signs yeah. up for the classes. You know, Everyone's welcome. Everybody's welcome. Yeah. People that sign, you know, some people that sign up for classes have already been doing it for 40 years, but they still go. That's absolutely true. We, like, we, um, I had a, a lady just graduate from our personal mentorship program. She's been doing it 30 years. She's up in Portland, 30 years, and she's, she's taken a, a personal mentorship program that she, she paid for, and it takes time. 30 years, there's no other industry that I know of that you can keep going doing classes 30 years in. 
And as, as you mentioned, it's the most all-inclusive industry, whether you've got tattoos, piercings, yeah. tall, short, balding, doesn't matter. Yeah. Anybody. A weird accent. Weird accent. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, it's amazing. It really is. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Hey, th- thank you so much, Cole, for having us. You know, uh, you'll be back in a couple of weeks to give another demo at our Believe You Stuff West Covina and Riverside campus. But until then, you can follow Cole on his Instagram page. What is it again? Underscore Cole underscore Thompson. It is. Yes. And then we have, so that's my personal page. And then we have Elevation H as well is the, is the business page. All cool. right. Tag him in your stuff. He, he always reposts, so always puts up in the stories. What's uh, Elevation H's uh, website? Website is just www.elevationh.com. Cool. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Find them there. Yep. And if you want information, you can just email info at elevationh.com is the best way to reach us for questions and pricing and all that kind of stuff. Cool. All right. Hey, it's been a great time, Cole. We really appreciate it. We'll give you a little elbow, uh, yeah. handshake, yeah. and hit this little button. That's our intro. Salon success.